today by our two co-hosts uh super happy for these guys they're getting ready to graduate and we are coming up on the oscars so we had to have an oscar discussion please welcome nick spain nick how are you sir i'm doing well phoenix super excited to be back i feel like it's been forever since we've gotten in front of each other on the Mm -hmm. mic for a podcast episode so like i said super excited to be back and we're finally talking Oscar predictions today. It's come full circle, so can't wait to, to see what everybody thinks. Absolutely. And also joining us today, Mr. Nick, or Mr. Nathan Pig. Nathan, how are you, sir? I'm good, Phoenix. Thanks. It's been so long that you stumbled over my name. No, <laughs> at least you didn't call us guest hosts. Or right, right. I, I, I literally have to work on that every time. <laughs> That's all right. Well, hey, I mean... At the time of this recording, we're a week removed from the Oscars, and it's just crazy that we're at this point. You know, it's the like biggest event in cinema. I remember over winter break because the Oscars were pushed back this year two months, being like, "My goodness, April twenty fifth. That is so far away. We need the Oscars now. We need it now." And so much has changed since Christmas, since the New yeah. Year. But nonetheless, it's a week away, and that's just so crazy. Hopefully, you're listening to this before, and you can. Uh, indulge in our predictions or if you're listening to this post you can laugh at how wrong we are but <laughs> nonetheless uh this is a great oscar prediction show and happy to to hear what these guys think yeah uh yeah you talked about the extended oscar season and man it feels like it, it, it was extended two months and it feels like it was extended like six years uh it's been the longest oscar season that i can remember um but we're finally here we're a week away and we have our nominees, so now it is time to give our predictions on what we think will win at the 93rd Academy Awards. So you guys have a, have the categories up. Where are we starting? You go ahead, Phoenix. You, you name the category and we'll play along. Okay, let's go with best original score. The Five Bloods. There you go, Phoenix. Yay, finally. We got Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. So, if Phoenix, you want to start it off. Uh, as much as I would love to see the Five Bloods win this, uh, I think this is a, this is a no-brainer. Uh, I think Soul has this in the bag. Uh, Reznor, Ross, Batiste, they've been winning the entire uh, award season in this category so i think that trend will continue at the oscars so i'm going with soul yeah i was gonna say um news of the world borat and what are what there's like one more white tiger white tiger yeah those are like the three movies in oscar season right now that we did not see over the uh the course of the year but i'll have to go with soul as well i remember the the score being a one on that movie, just like how that that movie is. Yes. Yeah, Minari's score instantly jumps out to me. I thought that the cinematography and score of Minari were both 
fantastic and easily the best thing about that movie um, because they were so stellar. But just seeing how things have happened and Soul has walked away with this award at, at several award shows, I think it's going to follow a trend and I'll predict Soul is the winner as well. All right. Sweet. Let's go into uh, costume design. So, right. yep, go ahead. So your nominees for costume design are Mank, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Emma, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Um, Pinocchio is the only movie I did not get to see. However, I, I did see clips of it. So I know the costume design on it is, is actually pretty spectacular. But in this one, I, 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 I think, I think Ma Rainey wins. I think this is a category that Ma Rainey takes um, simply because I think Ann Roth is just a legend in, uh, in, in film. So I think her name recognition might be enough to get this, to get Ma Rainey over the edge. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Ma Rainey as well. I think what they were able to transform Viola Davis into Ma and just make her look exactly like that and and just the i never really like giving costume design oscars to people to wear suits because that's just <laughs> suits are suits i mean they're not that hard but um the academy seems to like that i think for viola davis's character in particular that's enough to carry this to the win uh i think emma could win this as well but i'm gonna predict my rainy i was just about to say thank god nobody mentioned that that movie emma that, <laughs> that fire but uh no you had to mention it but yeah uh ma rainey i liked um i mean nathan mentioned it's just suits but it's a totally different era totally different style so i can see that that um that taking it away with the win nice all right so so far we're all in agreement let's see how it switches up when we go to uh production design so your nominees are Tenet, Mank, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, The Father, and News of the World. Yikes, that, that category is tougher than I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, my heart wants The Father, but I believe it will be Mank on this one. I think this is the one category, despite Mank getting 10 nominations, I think this is the one category that it's uh, walking away with is production design. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I know that we're all not huge fans of Mank on this show. Um, I think I'm the most positive on it than anyone. But but still, it's no doubt that Mank, as a production as a whole, all the technical elements are done extremely well. Uh, the cinematography, oh. the score, production design is one of them. So, um we talked about capturing an era with Ma Rainey. This definitely captured an era. And there were several different sets. Another thing that the father and Ma Rainey have going against them in this category is there was like two or three settings. Uh, Mank had several settings. So I'm going to go with Mank for that as well. I think the production design was great. Yeah, that's really the only thing that was, was good about Mank is all the, the technical aspects. And, you know, there's no way I'm giving it to Tenant. So, uh, <laughs> give it give it to Mank, sadly. All right. Well, let's go on to best visual effects. Uh this one might 
be very interesting. So we have Tenet, The Midnight Sky, the one and only Ivan, Loving Monsters, and Mulan. Interesting lineup. Uh, well, um, Tenet's the only one that I've seen from this. So yep. I'm going to sit this one out. I don't want to make a choice for one that I've only seen one. So this is all you, Phoenix. I was going to say, and I second bet. I have seen three of these. Tenet, one and only Ivan and Mulan. Uh, such a weird lineup, but uh, uh, um, I think you have to go with Tenet here. I think it's just uh, it's the only one that really kind of uh, stands out. The visual effects in that movie is one of its its calling cards i think is uh one of the things that you notice immediately when you look at it um so that i think that that yeah that's where i'm going although having seen the one and only ivan i do think they do an amazing job with the animals and the uh recreation on that but i think tenet is a solid choice so i think that's gonna be i think it's gonna be an invisible man my my thoughts exactly is like Invisible Man really not being here is kind of a, a weird shock. Like I said, that's a strange lineup. But uh, Tenet is my choice. I think that's the way to go with visual effects. All right. And let's go with the newly formed uh, best sound design since they've combined editing and mixing. So in sound, you have News of the World, Soul, Sound of Metal, Mank, and Greyhound, which uh, comes in into this one. I was going to say, I'm floored that Greyhound is here. <laughs> Just, I'm floored that anyone remembered that this movie even exists. Um, not to be too cruel or anything, but I completely forgot this existed probably a month after I watched it. Uh, I, aye, just, aye, sir. This is this is like unlocking a memory for me. I just <laughs> I, I can't believe this, but I guess I'll just start off since I'm talking anyway. Um, yep. This is there's a couple categories that are locks, and you know if anything's truly locking the Oscars, whatever. But there are a couple categories that are just runaways. Sound of Metal is a runaway for this category. If anything else wins, it'll be a huge shock. This is Sound of Metals to lose. Yeah, I was going to say, even though I think all three of us are the only people in the world who uh, are not fans of Sound of Metal, I think this uh, this has it in the bag. There's no other movie that... This was the only thing that I was like, wow, yeah, this did this did great. This this was great. So it has to win for, for that. Um, I've actually seen all of these movies, and while I feel like Sound of Metal should be the runaway favorite here. I'm just going to predict against the grain only because I think uh, it's just too obvious. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna go with Mank here. I think uh, Mank stands a good chance to, to steal this one from Sound of Metal if, if there is an upset. So and I do think the sound design in Mank is actually really, really good. So uh, it would be 
an upset, no doubt, but my I'm going with Mank, even though I think Sound of Metal probably has this in the bag, but I'm going for the upset. Have we uh have we disagreed yet on anything? I think that's our first one. Our first disagreement there is uh, on is I on think sound. You disagreed. Oh no, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. I think I think you are right. <laughs> All right. So let's look at best makeup and hairstyling. Uh, a lot of similar uh, to costume design here. We got Pinocchio, Mank, Ma Rainey's, Emma, and Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, this one's tough. I've, I I want to say Ma Rainey's. I, actually, I'm going to go with Ma Rainey's. I'm going to go with Ma Rainey's on makeup and hairstyling. Uh, I do think Hillbilly Elegy gives it a run for its money. I think Mank is also up there, but I think Ma Rainey's pulls it off. I was going to say, it's weird for this category. They only nominated four movies. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey, Mank, and Pinocchio. That, that's only four. That, that's weird. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to go with, with Ma Rainey, just like Phoenix. Yeah. Um, so you guys are so weird. <laughs> you guys are so weird you don't like a movie and and nothing exists well my winner is emma really to capture that time period and all the period? unique hairstyles that they had back then um they did a fantastic job so that's my winner again ma rainey a lot of the the men in that movie had like very simple haircuts very like not things you had to do a ton of hair with of course the women yeah of course mm -hmm. but, but but the men in my rainy i mean i think you just get a haircut and you're good like i don't i don't see that winning an oscar in my mind as opposed to what they did in hillbilly elegy or emma so i'm gonna go with emma okay all right let's go to a much more competitive category best cinematography we have mank Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Nomadland, and News of the World. This is a solid category with some really good choices when it comes to cinematography. Uh, Nick, I'm I'm curious where you're where you're going for this one. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think we mentioned it earlier with with Mank. the the movie itself, the story just wasn't engaging. Um, but everything technical was was good. So I, I think Mank Mank has this one. I think the the black and white, um, the the coloring like of the grayscale and and everything that, that it has to do with that, the lighting, I, I think I think Mank kinda kinda runs away with this category, in my opinion. So I am H O. So Nathan, well, what about you? Yep, I'm going with Nomadland. I think this is a, a fairly obvious choice, at least in my mind. Um, when we were alone in the theater for Nomadland, we talked how great the cinematography was. Um, this is running away with awards for it as well. So I just think that, for me, this will be shocking if Nomadland doesn't win. I happen to agree that it would be shocking if Nomadland did not win this. Uh, Joshua James Richards' uh, cinematography on this movie is outstanding it's it's really uh amazing i think mank had this in the bag up until the moment uh nomadland came out so i'm still uh, going with the upset yeah 
I think I'm we're I think I'm gonna stick with you know the reigning champ. This one has dominated also uh, award season, so I'm sticking with Nomadland. I think this is one of three victories that Nomadland sees uh, this uh, Oscar season. So uh, let's go to ooh. Let's start. Let's start looking at some act. Nope, not yet. Animated feature. This one should be interesting. So there's Wolf Walkers, Onward, Soul, Shaun the Sheep, and Over the Moon. Uh, Nathan, where are you, where are you going? Well, I'm I'm not going with Dad Pants. I'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> um, I mean, again, like there's some walks. This is this is Souls all the way. Like. We talked about some locks already. This is a lock. Soul is going to win this award. There's n- no purpose of even saying anything other than that. <laughs> yep. I mean, I got to pick my favorite movie of the year. Of course, it's my favorite, but I also think this is going to win. Um, there's no other movie that that comes close um, to the the gravity of of this movie. So I think I think Soul really walks away with it uh i would be shocked if there's an upset here uh like oh really shocked uh animation i don't think had a very strong year this year but uh i think there are two standouts in this in this category between soul and wolf walkers and as much as i enjoyed wolf walkers this is souls soul is my only five star movie of the year it's it's Without a doubt, my favorite movie of the year. Uh, it should walk away 100% with animated feature. Uh, hopefully, it's got this in the bag, and we're correct, and this is a lock, and Soul walks away with best animated feature. All right. Let's go to documentary feature. So your nominees are The Mole Agent Collective, my Octopus Teacher, Crip Camp, and Time. Uh, only one of these I have not seen is My Octopus Teacher, but I've heard good things. But uh, in my heart of hearts, uh, the winner here is Time. I think uh, Garrett Bradley's film is in, it's incredible what the amount of footage that she was able to put together and make this movie, the way she humanized uh, inmates and the and the relationship between the justice system and their families i think is the most important documentary of the year uh so in my mind it's a clear runaway favorite but uh that's 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 up in the air mole agent is very uh emotional uh i could see that one uh getting to a lot of people crip camp was done by the obamas so there's a lot of political uh, influence in that one, but uh, time is without a doubt my my pick. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, Phoenix. Yeah, you guys got to watch some more documentaries. Okay, doke. Uh, and, and in that spirit, uh, we'll go straight through uh, best original song. There's "Hear My Voice" from Trial of the Chicago Seven. Husevik, my hometown from Eurovision, uh, Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah, Speak Now from One Night in Miami, and Losi Scene from The Life of Head, The Life Ahead. Uh, 
This one also, I, I want to say is a no-brainer, but uh, this one could stun and surprise. Lil C won the Golden Globe. Uh, I believe Fight For You won, or Hear My Voice won, uh, Critics' Choice. So this one has been up in the air a lot, but my choice is still going to be Speak Now from One Night in Miami. I think it's the, it's the, if, if One Night in Miami sees any wins, it'll see a win in this category. So I'm going with Speak Now uh, for Best Original Song. All right. And we're getting into the nitty gritty. Let's, ooh, this is a very competitive category. Let's talk Best Film Editing. Uh, your nominees are Sound of Metal, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. That's a loaded category. Nathan, who you got? Yeah, absolutely stacked category, but there's one that's a clear favorite for me, at least personally, and that's The Father. I just think everything that this film embodies talks about obviously without spoiling it, if you haven't got the chance to see it that they, they play with you as the audience they they play you they spin you in circles and the editing has a lot to do with that the performances have a lot to do with that um i know nomadland has good editing but to me I, i'm gonna be disappointed if the father doesn't win this because this is this is one of its strengths for sure so I, I want the father to win it. I think it will. Um, and I hope it does. Yeah, I was going to say, just echoing off off what Nathan said, it's you're like spun in circles. It's like somebody spun you around. You had to like, you know, close your eyes, put your forehead on the bat. You spun <laughs> around a bunch of times. And then you're like, okay, where am I? Who is everybody? Who are you? Like, what's going on? That's exactly how this movie feels it's not like a, a confusing but it's like a, oh i need to figure this out sort of thing so i think the the father is the the best choice for me for this i definitely agree with that i think the father uh is the editing stands out among everything else in this film it's truly truly impressive however i am going with the trial of the chicago seven uh and because I believe the name Alan Baumgarten goes a long way, uh, I think he stands a great chance of taking this. He just recently won the uh, American Cinema Editor's Eddie Award for editing for a dramatic film. I see, I could see the father uh, upsetting, but I'm going to stick with the trial of Chicago 7 in this category, I think that's where uh, the tri trial of the Chicago 7 sees one of its victories is in editing. So that one's gonna be a tough category. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so let's go on to best adapted screenplay. Uh, the fun ones. Yeah, so we're getting into the fun ones. So we have here One Night in Miami, The Father, White Tiger, Nomadland, and Borat's subsequent movie film. Nick, who do you have for adapted screenplay? Yeah, um, I don't know if this is the favorite or anything like that, but I got to go with One Night in Miami. Um, I just think it's so cool that obviously, you know, Jim Brown 
Sam Cooke, um, Malcolm X, Malcolm X, and Cassius Clay at the time all met in Miami in in this time period, but nobody knows exactly what was said, what was done, what happened, and I think it's so cool that they took this historical event that is kind of in the gray and they just kind of filled it in with with this kind of picture um and i think everything that they were able to do with that how they were able to to take everybody's viewpoints from history and kind of tie that in into conversations i think it just kind of is is fantastic in that aspect so i gotta go with with one night in miami because of that yeah i I wish One Night in Miami would win this award, but I'm going to go with Nomadland. It's just dominated award season. Nomadland is is the titan of award season so far. And um, even though I don't think Nomadland is, is the best movie in this category or even the best story, um, I do think it's going to win just based off of how things have fell so far. Uh. I, in my heart, in my heart, heart of hearts, I want One Night in Miami to take this. That uh, I think it is, of these nominees, it is easily, uh, I think, top two of the best uh, adapted screenplays. However, I am going with The Father. I think this is where The Father sees a victory. Uh, I think it being one of the eight films nominated for Best Picture, gives it a slight edge over One Night in Miami. So I could see uh, the father taking this award here. So uh, for first time ever, we all we all disagreed on something. So we all went a different way. All went a different way. So that should be a very interesting category. Let's move on to original screenplay. So here we have Sound of Metal, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Judas and the Black Messiah and the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Whew. Nathan, where are you going for original screenplay? Gosh, talk about again. Yeah. Like another stacked category. <laughs> my goodness. My heart wants Promising Young Woman. I just think this is one of the most unique and clever stories, especially given what the subject matter and what the movie is about. I mean, we all love Promising Young Woman, and especially for a directorial debut. Phenomenal, phenomenal. But I think Trial of Chicago 7 is going to get it. You know, I haven't picked them for any awards yet. And I just don't think they're going to get shut out either. Like, it's a good enough movie to win awards. Um, and I just don't think they're going to get shut out. I think this is one of those where Promising Young Woman should win. But Trial will. And I would not be shocked that all of Minari gets this either. Um but look, Trial's my best movie of the year. Promising Young Woman's right behind, so I, I'd be happy either way. But Trial's going to win an award. It's not. It's not going to get completely shut out. So that's what I'm going with. Mm. Phoenix, I am so torn in this category. Uh, I feel like Promising Young Woman needs this needs to win this category uh, in order for my my final prediction to be true. But uh, I think I'm going to have to agree with Nathan. I think Trial of the Chicago 7 uh, manages to, 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 to get this. I think um, there's a good chance that it doesn't. I think it's about 50-50, uh, but 
my heart is is settling on trial of the chicago seven uh scoring screenplay i just think aaron sorkin that name's too hard to deny uh and and it's a and it's a fantastic screenplay so my heart's with trial of the chicago seven i was gonna say and we all agree <laughs> so there we go trial as well yes sir all right that'll be a that'll be a fun one to look at so let's look at uh some actors we'll kick off with best supporting actor your nominees are paul racy from sound of metal sasha baron cohen from trial of the chicago seven lakeith stanfield for judas and the black messiah leslie odom jr for one night in miami and daniel kaluuya for judas and the black messiah i am so curious do we see any upsets here well i mean i just want to talk about the diversity in this category i mean that's just really cool something that we haven't seen i think ever for one category but um that's just awesome but no i mean this in my opinion would be the biggest shock of the night if daniel kalia does not win um maybe there's another category we could talk about that would be the biggest shock but this would definitely be one of them i think this is as close to a lock as they come like if you told me to bet my life on one person winning it's it's, it's daniel kalia winning this award Whoa. Well, this will be interesting because I believe this is the first award of the night. Mm. Um, so, but I agree. I think Daniel Clue has gotten so much uh, momentum going into this category. I really can't. I mean, of course I could see it going to a couple other people, but I just, momentum says Daniel Kaluuya all the way. So I'm going stick to with, stick with momentum here. I think it would be an utter disaster if this went to anyone other than Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> and, and listen, I love Sasha Baron Cohen's performance, really love Leslie Odom Jr.'s performance. Uh, but yeah, no, this is this is Daniel's all the way. Like, like if he if he does not get this, there's there's a serious problem. Uh, we riot. We yeah. riot. Yeah, so Daniel Kaluuya, I think, has that in the bag. So let's move on to Best Supporting Actress. Uh, this one is a this one was a tough toss-up until late in the season, but we'll see how everyone's feeling now. Your nominees are Amanda Seyfried for Mank, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Yujong Yoon for Minari, Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, and Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Nick. Where are you thinking? I mean, I feel like it has to be Olivia Coleman for the father. Um, I don't know. Just going out on a, on a guess here. Uh, Hillbilly LG too far removed. I just can't. I mean, I haven't seen Borat, but I just feel like that that's really not a category that kind of gains anything for. I don't, I don't know. I just I can't see that. Amanda Seyfried, I feel like for a while was the was the close one, um, but I think it's just been too long, and I think um, I'm not gonna Yu Jung Un. I don't wanna I don't wanna butcher that, but <laughs> I feel like she she could win it. It was gonna be very close between her and Olivia, but I feel like I just had to go with Olivia Coleman for the father. Um, just an emotional performance there, and just a great. A great performance and a great movie. So, gotta go with that. 
again, I, I, this is a prediction. So seeing how things have, have happened, seeing how trends past award shows have gone, I'm going with Yu Jung Yoon. I, I, I don't even think she's the best actress in her, that movie. I think <laughs> the Han. wife, yes, excuse me, I, I just forget her name, but I thought she was better, but um, I guess I'm just in the minority of that opinion, but um, seeing how the award season has gone, I think it's Yu Jung Yoon's. I could see Amanda Seyfried just coming out of nowhere and shocking everyone because everyone kind of thinks that her chances are dead in the water. But the Academy is like, nope, we didn't forget about you. But um, nope, I think it's Yu Jung Yoon is going to win. For the longest, this category was up in the air because, I mean, they gave the the Golden Globe to Jodie Foster and uh, like I, I think they gave a critic's choice to like someone who I can't even remember now. But uh, yeah, it's been up in the air until we got to SAG. Yu Jung Yoon won that and then she won the BAFTA seems very much like she's a lock for uh, a win here. However, I'm going for the upset and I am picking Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film. Uh, this was without a doubt my favorite supporting actress performance of the year. I think Maria kills it. She's incredibly funny. Her dedication to that role is insane. So personally, I really hope she takes it um it it may be maybe you know wish casting because i think you john yoon has it in the bag but i am hoping i'm i'm rooting for the upset so i'm going with maria bakalova in this category sounds good all right so we all went three different ways for that one as well all right uh I don't know how well you guys are in this category of international feature film. So I'll just run through these real quick. Your nominees are The Man Who Sold His Skin, Collective, Quo Vitis Ida, Better Days, and Another Round. I have seen three of these, Collective, Quo Vitis Ida, and Another Round. I am really hoping Another Round pulls this off um, out, of these, out of these five. It's, it, in my opinion, is, is easily the best um, international feature film of the year. Up there, I think with uh, La Llorona and maybe even I'm, I'm not, I'm no longer here from Mexico, but another round is, is in my opinion, the best international film of the year. Uh, so let's go into best director. Speaking of another round, Thomas Vinterberg is nominated here. Uh, for that movie, David Fincher for Mank, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, and Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Let's uh, first off congratulate finally the Oscars recognizing more than one female in this category. Uh, congrats to Chloe Zhao and Emerald Fennell for doing for cracking that uh, barrier. But uh, this and I and and in saying that. I think we have the second ever female winning this award. So I believe Chloe Zhao has this in the bag for Nomadland. Um, I mean, talk about a sweep this entire season. I think there's no doubt in my mind, Chloe Zhao walks away with the Oscar. I think it'd be an upset if she didn't. I was gonna say, I don't even know if she's lost this award. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know if at a single awards show that she's lost. So. I, I, at least I haven't heard of anyone else walking away with this. So, of course, it's going to be her. Um, 
I think this is, again, is a very close uh, lock. It's a shame that this year there's not a ton of competitive races, at least in the big categories. Um, but it is what it is. I think she's got this locked up. Yep. I have to agree. This is the one that if I had to bet my life, this would, this would be the one. So. Yep. Pretty solid on Chloe Zhao winning director. So let's go to best actress. Your nominees are Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman, Viola Davis for My Rainey's Black Bottom, and Frances McDormand for Nomadland. One heck of a stacked year. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, where are you going for Best Actress? I want Carrie Mulligan, of course. <laughs> I think we all want Carrie Mulligan for that just bold and gritty performance, but I just... I have this feeling that the Academy is going to be obsessed with Nomad Land. I just have that feeling. The fact that Frances McDormand is one of two actors in that movie and mm. she's in every scene. Um, it's, it's her movie, her and Chloe Zhao without them, this movie would probably not be talked about. Um, I have a feeling this is her award, even though I want Carrie Mulligan. This is Frances McDormand walking away with her third Oscar win, which is her third best actress win, which is crazy historic. Yeah. Yep. I think it's going to happen. Of course I want Carrie Mall again, but this is just wiping the floor. I just think, I just think that the Academy is just going to have this insane love affair with Nomadland. Yep. Wow. They had a love affair with Parasite last year. They did. They're going to have it again. Yikes. Well, I want to say, first off, there hasn't been no category that has been as crazy as this one. Uh, Best Actress, Andre Day won the Globe, uh, Carrie Mulligan won Critics' Choice, uh, Viola Davis won the SAG, and Frances McDormand won the BAFTA. So it has been up and down crazy, very hard to predict. Um, I am going with, however, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I, I see a scenario where, Vi like in my opinion, as much as I enjoyed Carrie Mulligan's performance in Promising Young Woman, and I think it, it probably will win, my heart is saying that Viola Davis probably should get this win. And that's just off of sheer reputation. I think there's no doubt in my mind that Viola probably deserves this one more, just edges out Carrie Mulligan a bit more. I would not be upset, however, if Carrie won this. I think that would be amazing, um, but I'm going with Viola Davis for this one. I think it's super telling that Ma Rainey did not get nominated for Best Picture, mm -hmm. and I think in that standpoint, they're not going to pick lead two leads lead actor lead actress for a movie that did not get nominated for best picture i just that seems weird to me we talk about paths like mm -hmm. it just that just doesn't feel right that the the best actor winner and the best actress winner were for a movie that didn't even get nominated that doesn't feel right i am going against the grain here i think i think that will happen but uh 
thanks for the lead-in. So we're talking Best Actor now. Uh, your nominees are Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Stephen Yoon for Minari, Chadwick Boseman for My Rainey's Black Bottom, and Gary Oldman for Mank. Uh, I think putting it out there, Chadwick has this, I want to say in the bag, but the Anthony Hopkins love has come out of nowhere, and there's a good chance that that could uh, could sneak up and, and, and steal this away from Chadwick, but I believe Chadwick has this uh, for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like Nathan said, for for best supporting, this diversity is A1. It is fantastic. Um, Every time Nathan watches The Walking Dead and I see that man, Stephen Yoon, (laughs) always, always got to point it out. But um, I think Chadwick's got two things going for him, right? Um, I think his tragic death, how it came absolutely out of nowhere, how very few people in the industry knew what he was battling and how he put in this performance under all these circumstances a is that's i think enough to get him the award but also b is that he's great anyway like even if he was still with us and was able to accept his award i still think he would be accepting his reward i i don't think anybody else is better than him and i just think with with his tragic death that just is like filling up your cup and then taking another just giant dump in the cup, overflowing it. So I, I think like Nathan said, betting his life on, on one acting category, this would be mine for Chadwick. So. I mean, it's, it's the point where we, we don't even like talk about this or we were talking about it now, but we didn't even think about it. Like, don't even think about it. I mean, Chadwick's <laughs> going to win this. It's a shame that Anthony Hopkins is is not going to win for the performance he puts in. Not saying that that means Chadwick doesn't deserve it or anything like that, but there are performances every year that don't win that it's a shame that they don't. Um, you know, Adam Driver last year put in a performance that was great. Walking Phoenix's was better. I mean, we're all willing to admit that. That's okay. It's still a shame he didn't win. Right. It's a shame Anthony Hopkins is not going to win because this is, whew, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is it. But, yeah. um, you know, everything that's going on with Chadwick, um, this is his award. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. So that being said, we, I believe, have arrived at the biggie. And it is Best Picture. Your eight nominees are Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Trial of the Chicago 7, and Nomadland. So, given everything that we've gone through in all of these past categories, Nathan, what takes best picture? It hurts me to say this. It really does, because I was so disappointed by this movie Everyone hyped this up to be the second coming of movies, the best thing since sliced bread. You can't set that high of a bar for people. You just can't. Because Nomadland is a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's a good movie. Please stop overhyping this. There are several better movies this year. There are several better movies in this category. But I just think the love affair for Nomadland right now is blinding. I don't get it. I don't see it, but it's real. 
I might not agree with it. I might not see it, but it's real. And that love affair for Nomadland is going to win it Best Picture. It, like I said earlier, has been just an absolute titan of awards season. Um, you know, last year, 1917 picked up some steam. Parasite was good, but no one really thought it had a chance. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story was there. Like, it was kind of anyone's game. This year, it's no one's game. This year, it's, it's not a lock by any means. But if anything other than Nomadland wins, it will be a shock. It will be, judging by how long it's dominated. I think Minari has a chance. I think Charles Chicago 7 is an outside chance. But at the end of the day, it really hurts me to say that Nomadland is going to win this award. I was going to say, I can't, can't agree more. It's as, as someone who this is their 11th best movie of the year out of uh, my best picture noms of the 2020s, which is crazy because there's a 2019 and 2021 movie mm-hmm. in the, the year of 2020. Mm-hmm. This is fifth. Fifth out of eight movies. So it, it pains me that, that this is going to win. I think this is one of the most overrated winners in recent memory, other than maybe like Argo. Shape of Water. No, see, <laughs> that's not overrated. But um, yeah, it's just... It, I hate to say it, so uh, this is this is gonna be me. Yep, knew yeah, that that was coming <laughs> on Sunday. Right. Um, I think you you guys are one hundred percent right that Nomadland is a clear uh, runaway favorite. It seems, but I am going to go against the green and pick the upset and. I am speak it into existence, Fiend. Like, listen, I want it so bad. <laughs> I so want promising young woman to win this. Like more than anything, any, any, anything, I want promising young woman to win this. However, I am picking Trial of the Chicago Seven for the upset. I think, I think one, I think it's the better movie, but on top of that, it's 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 got a lot of things going for it. I think if it stuns in screenplay or editing, it has a really, really good shot of taking best picture. Uh, yeah, I think it would it would be the year to just be like, all the momentum's going for Nomadland and for the Oscars to say, no, we're going with something else. I would love that. And I would love it if it, if that, love came to trial of the chicago seven i would love it even more if it came to promising young woman but i'm i'm picking trial to upset and stun the world as the new best picture see i i i would like to see it happen but i I, it's like fourth or fifth on in my mind of movies that i think the academy will go with i think one is all the way up here with nomad land and i think coming down significantly is like Minari, Promising Young Woman area. I think Judas would be four. I think Sound of Metal would be five. I think this would is at the bottom of the barrel. This is like the Ford v. Ferrari. I mean, it's a fantastic no. movie. No. I do, I do. I think it has no... I think this has no shot. I think it came out at the wrong time. I think it just... It's just such an outside. I just... I really do. I mean, I do I agree. think Minari, Sound of Metal... 
try or uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I think all those have better shots than than this. And no. I hate to say it because it's my third favorite movie of the year. I think it's the second best nom this year. But I I I don't see it winning over Minari, the father even. I oh. I just oh, no. I'm serious. I no. I don't looking at what the academy has done i just i can't see it i uh in my opinion there are only really three movies that have a legitimate shot at winning best picture promising young woman nomad land and trial of the chicago seven mm-hmm. um i i just don't see a path for judas i don't see a path for uh a sound of metal as uh there's there might be a path from anari but it's a very thin path um but in my opinion, those are the only three: promising, trial, and Nomad Land. And it seems like Nomad Land will run away with it. However, I just, uh, I, I really hope that there's room for an upset here. I was gonna say, I think th- there's only three that have a chance. Nomad Land's the heavy favorite, the heavy contender. Minari's the upset pick. It is what it is. I don't really love either one of those movies, but it is what it is. And I think Trial's got just a, a glimmer of hope. I think Promising mm-hmm. Young One's way too bold for them. They went bold last year. They He's going double bold. down, double yeah. down and do it. <laughs> I don't think Judas has a path at all. I don't think Sound of Metal has a path at all. I don't think they're going to, as much as Hollywood loves themselves, I don't think they're going to pick Mank. Um, especially since, since Mank didn't even get a screenplay nom. That would be hilarious. I will say Trial not getting a director nom does hurt it for sure. But I still think it's got an outside chance. Minari, Trial, Nomadland, that's it for me. There's there's no other contenders, even though there should be. There won't be. And one thing that I've noticed throughout this predictions is uh, for me personally, and this really pains me, if my predictions are all going to be correct, which they won't be, of course, none of us are going to get everything correct. Um, but at least from my predictions, promising woman is not going to get anything. And I think that's horrible. That's wow. sad because it deserves best actress. It deserves uh, best yes. original screenplay. Emerald Fennell <laughs> certainly deserves best director, but won't win. Um, this deserves a ton of awards. In my predictions, it's going to get shut out. I hope it doesn't. I pray it doesn't. But in my predictions, it does. Oh, no, no. That would be tragic. <laughs> that would be tragic. I am rooting for Promising Young Woman uh, in, in many categories, even though I don't think it'll take a lot of them. I think realistically, there's a good chance it sees actress and maybe screenplay. Um, but those are the only ones I feel solid on, but again, I picked, I picked my Rainey for actress and I picked trial for, for screenplay. So it's very possible that it does get shut out, but I'm hoping it doesn't and promising young woman stuns, but there you have it. Those are our predictions. Uh, it'll be a fun ride in one week. We finally get to see what the Oscars do. Uh, Super excited for that. So, uh, yeah. So, at the end, both of these guys have chosen Nomadland for Best Picture. I've gone with Trial of the Chicago 7 with a secret hope that Promising Young Woman steals it from everyone. But uh, we shall see. 
All right. Nick, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. Yes, you can find me on Letterboxd at Nick Spain. Nathan and I have been banging out best 100 movie posters. We got 15 left. So, and we got like 10-ish, 11-ish days. So, the goal is to finish. We're going to finish, and it's just crazy to to have it done a year and a month-ish later. So, that's where you can find me, and you can see all my thoughts and tell me if I'm wrong or not (laughs) on my letterbox. And Nathan, where can everybody find you, sir? Yep, you can find me on Letterbox at Nathan Pig. Go ahead and follow the show as well over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Film Code Pod. You're really missing out. We try to do a ton of stuff to interact with you guys. However, you're listening to this, please go ahead and check out our other episodes. We do a ton of fantastic work. You could listen to us for hours on end and never get bored. Please make sure you go check out our other episodes. And thank you guys so much for listening. Absolutely. And my name is Phoenix Cloudin. You guys can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under PA Cloudin. And like Nathan said, please follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Film Code Pod. We will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.